Tonight, on the Porn Lover Podcast, we break down the top 10 things we love about porn in 2020. We also break down Ariana Marie's career, Ariana Ariana a very popular superstar, the epitome of the modern porn star, Ariana Marie's career. And then we talk about the gone too soon girl, Charity Crawford, and the throwback girl of the week, Jasmine Tame, that South Beach hottie, Jasmine Tame. On tonight's season two, episode five of the Porn Lover Podcast. (laughs) All right. Tonight, I am drinking something special. I don't know if I'd use that word because... It's a Yamazaki 12-year single malt whiskey, Japanese. So it's finished in a special barrel, a cherry cask barrel. Aged 12 years in oak. So then that finishing in the uh, sherry cask gives it a fruity aftertaste or finish. It's oak, real heavy oak, and then uh, like a cherry finish. I can see why a lot of people like this bourbon, and a lot of people voted it best bourbon of the year like three years ago. It's unique, but it's not my thing. Um, I got this bottle because I had to try it when it came out and it got so highly reviewed but it's it's a unique taste and i can see there's a definite market for it but it's just not my thing i I just the combination is too stark for me anyway it's 86 proof so it's not that strong and i'm just kind of revisiting it So let's get into the top 10 things we love about porn in 2020. Um, This list, making this list, putting it together has sparked another list for uh, next week that uh, be slightly different. It'll be five things to look for this year. This is more what we all you emailed me at the Born Lover Podcast at gmail.com, and we all put this together, and then I kind of ranked them. And number 10 is VR porn. So if you haven't tried VR porn, um, like a Google a Cardboard or Oculus, there's some directors out there. Um, 
that's number 10. It is definitely different and it's definitely a trending towards the future. Uh, I'll definitely get into that next week more in depth. Number nine is the variety of porn in today's, um, the variety of niches or fetishes or scenes that you can get you, anything you're into, you can find it. And more today, um, used to be back in the day in the eighties, nineties, you basically watched what the, uh, directors were into. Now, if you're into it, it's there, you can find it. And so definitely variety is the spice of life. Um, and there's a lot of it now in porn. Number eight is the speaking of a genre that a lot of people like is the amateur genre, amateur porn. There is just so many outlets for it. Back in the day, girls would basically either submit, the guys would submit a tape to the, you know, to a couple companies that would put it out or the girls would start off with the same guy who, you know, his name is Ed. Uh, I can't remember his last name, but he made it probably 500 DVDs with amateur girls. That's a lot of them turned into porn stars, but this was like their first scene so that you got to see. And it was very amateur. Ed, Ed something. I can't believe I can't remember, but, um, he had hundreds of DVDs with thousands of girls and it was amateur, but now you can find the hot, you could just surf and find the hottest girls, amateur girls. If you're looking for that in well shot scenes, they've got their own, they've got their own pages in Pornhub. If you're into them, which I would think would be semi-amateur. I don't know. Either way, we love it. Um, number seven is porn wherever. And what I mean by that is uh, I don't watch porn on my phone, but you can. On your computer, on your television, on your laptop, on your iPad, you can now put porn anywhere that you uh, are into it. And it's, you know... It's easy no matter what you like. So that's number um, seven. Number six is how we love, um, we love how the we can now interact with the porn stars through Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, mostly Instagram and Twitter. The girls are online and uh, there's a couple like uh, forums out there where they still get on once in a while, but mostly they don't now. Mostly it's Twitter and Instagram where uh, they'll interact. The, the girls that want to interact the most are on Twitter. The girls that just want to post pictures and usually turn that into advertising is on Instagram. So depends on what you want, but you do learn more about the girls now. They're more personal now than it was. There's even some hot f girls that were hot in the porn industry in the early 2000s, what I call the golden age, 
early 2000s that are that on Instagram and Twitter still interacting, posting their lives now. It's, it's crazy. Rita Foltoyano is the one you got to check out. Lovely Rita on Instagram. She's a little bit of a snob, though. She'll, she won't always um, interact. She'll ban you sometimes, you know. Um, either way, Rita Fultiano, lovely Rita at Instagram. Um, so and the other thing is the quality. Number five is the quality, the HD 4K, 5K porn out there. Maximizing maximizing your television, maximizing your um, whatever screen dimensions you have. Porn is clearer, brighter, and hotter than ever with their uh, HD. Mm. So we definitely love that. That's number five. Number four, four is... The voice of the fans is being heard. Now, this is different, okay? This is different than them interacting. This is fans want to see things. Fans get to interact. And the directors and the producers and the uh, uh, writers of porn hear and get uh, feedback. So the fans actually have more um, say in what they're watching. So... That's cool. Uh, number three, I debated making this number one, but but it because it, it's very important. Now we're getting into a, an important thing. The freedom that porn represents and brings to the people involved in it and making it and us consuming it, you know, we are a liberal society that produces porn for enjoyment and isn't ashamed of it, um, creating healthier atmospheres, whatever that may be. Um, you can have, this is my theory, you, you can have porn that degrades women in the acts that are performed in the scenes. Porn can be degrading and still in, in the acts portrayed, but not degrading to the women doing it. That is a hard concept to bend your head around. A lot, a lot of sex, not all of it, but a lot of uh, you know, an aspect of it is submission and domination. So if that turns you on to be either dominant or submissive, um, porn gives you the freedom to explore that side of your sexuality. Maybe you just want to be close to your partner and do missionary and come inside her and go to bed. That's cool. That's one aspect because it makes the two of you more intimate. That's cool. But if you're bored with that and you want more, then sometimes you want to explore submission, domination, or whatever it is. There, It's all an aspect of that. Every act pretty much from that point is either submissive or dominant from the facial, from receiving a facial to giving a facial, um, from anal sex 
um, ass to mouth, ass to other girl's mouth. Um, those are all submissive acts. Um, swallowing is submissive. Um, going down on a girl is submissive. Um, you know, you want to fuck a girl's ass, that's dominant. You want to throat fuck a girl, that's dominant for you um, and submissive for her. And it might, and it can, it's okay to get turned on by being submissive. I think that's really what the main point is. It's okay to get turned on by being submissive. If you're a girl it, guys, if you want to be submissive, that's another genre. It's not as, um, popular. And I think that's a psychological reason. I think that guys want to be dominant and if they aren't in real life, then their fantasy life can be dominant. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what porn gives us the freedom to do. We could talk about the women's side later, but that's what's cool about it. That's why that uh, concept is deep. Number two, it's just so easy to find. You can find porn, you know, easily. There's free sites, there's tube sites, there's on your phone, you know, so it's really easy to get to. And there's pay sites if you want to, there's ways to get it for free. There's torrents, there's a lot of things. And, uh, it's really available if you're into it. And that's a good thing, you know, definitely the number one thing we love about porn has got to be the girls. The girls themselves are so hot. They're much hotter. I mean, I don't know if they're necessarily, you know, much hotter because there are still a lot more average to below average girls out there. If that's what you're into, but the girls are hot and they're willing and they're filthy and they're nasty and they're dirty and they'll talk dirty and suck cock and do anything of that you can fantasize about. They'll do it. And it's the girls, the quality of the girls is top notch. So that's our top 10 things. If you disagree or agree or want to add anything, shoot me an email at the porn lover podcast at gmail.com. Or check out the Pornhub. Um, go to Pornhub and go to search Porn Lover Podcast. And the girls that we talk about, I put their pictures um, up there so that uh, you can check out the girls, the names. You can put the faces to the names we talk about. All right. Top 10. Right now, I want to talk a little bit about a modern career porn girl named Ariana Marie. So the reason I chose to talk about Ariana Marie um, today, this week, is because she represents the modern career porn girl blueprint. And I wanted to talk about that. So if you don't know who she is, she is a Latin-looking girl that's got a little Irish, Puerto Rican, German, Belgian in her. She's got dark brown hair and a super tight body. Cute, adorable face. Brown eyes. 
brown skin, just two little tattoos on her body that she got when she was really young before she entered the business in 2013 at 20 years old. So when she entered the business and she, that means she's been in the business for seven years and she's 27. Um, when she entered the business, you know, she's hot. She's definitely a nine. So her agent was able to get her more money per scene from bang brothers, amateur allure, you know, bang productions, reality Kings, college rules, team skeet, new Biles. She did all the websites, all the internet website companies. She did scenes for, um, in 2013, I guess her agent was ripping her off. Uh, in the sense that he was taking 40% of her wages, where normally, I guess, the agents take 10 to 20% to book her. So she signed with a new agent, and the new agent, you know, moved her and, and, and pushed her to do scenes for all of his friends, like Kick-Ass Pictures, Mile High, Pure Play, Bang Productions. And, you know, she... In the beginning, there, there's like three phases of Ariana Marie's career. And I would say that not every girl gets these opportunities because they're not as hot as her. Their pussies aren't as perfect. Their assholes aren't as perfect. Their tits aren't as perfect. Their nipples aren't as perfect. Their mouths aren't as perfect. I mean, she is just gorgeous in every way. Her pussy looks gorgeous when it's shaved. It looks gorgeous with a little bit of hair on it. Uh, her asshole's just perfectly round and clean and gapes so nice. We'll get into what she did when she starts doing anal, not until 2016, three years. So in 13, she does all these internet stuff, makes a lot of money. And you know all of her scenes, she's young, she's happy, she's you know smiling. And just obviously loves it. Um, one thing you notice with her is loves facials, not afraid of swallowing, says several times she loves cum, proves it in the first years, proves it for most of her career that she is loves cum, um, not afraid to take multiple facials, not afraid to swallow loads in the beginning. So, you know, she's made a ton of money. So 2013 and 14, she works, you know, 13 is mostly internet stuff. And then 14, she starts getting into like Jules Jordan, um, does some more amateur allure where she looks great. Um, new sensations, digital sin. So now you're looking at, um, you know, bigger companies. And she's probably making more money. And she wins Penthouse Pet of the, the month or the year. I know it's at least the month. I'm not sure if it's the year. For 2014, it might be the year. But uh, so she's like, boom, big time. And still starts doing, you know, keeps doing scenes. She's done 400 scenes. 400. So she has made her money. But 
So 14, she does more scenes, no anal yet, just Naughty America, Tiny 4K, Mofos, more Bang Brothers, more Brazzers, Porn Pros, Girls Way, I mean, a couple Jules Jordans now. She does a hot scene in a Slut Puppies. You know, Jules makes her look fantastic in Slut Puppies 9. Um, Twisties, she's also Twisties Treat. Um, big, that's a win. You know, she beats out a ton of girls. Those are hard. Those are awards that she wins. She's a cutie. Um, super tight holes. She has really small holes. So you can tell that these big cocks stuffing her are tough to get in, I would say, in the beginning. But then she gets going and, you know, it. they just rail her. Uh, she does some a great, in 2014, Tunnel Vision uh, 4 for Jules Jordan. She does a, uh, for Evil Angel, she does a, a, a movie and a scene in Wet Food 5. Wet Food 5 is a blow bang. So she's done threesomes, blow bangs. Um, you know, she's done at least three blow bangs where she takes four to five to six loads on her face and they just glaze her face. Um, wet food, she takes a bunch of cum on her face, no problems. She also does a scene early on, uh, a glory hole scene where she blows and swallows six at least six loads separately though um you know and it's a glory hole scene but she swallows every drop and loves it you can see she's really enthusiastic in the early years um you know look fresh faced always smiling um you know too cute for porn she does you know just keeps getting work and work and work in 14 and in 15 keeps doing more work and more work and more work and then um in 15 she you know works a ton and and also in 16 too works a ton um decides you know she puts up webcams in her house like 10 of them and starts making her own content a little bit and starts making even more money um, and that's 16 and does some, uh, you know, young and glamorous seven for Jules Jordan art. Um, it's called black and white five for Jules Jordan, where it's an interracial, not afraid of black cock. Um, and then in 2016, she does her first anal for Vixen, surprisingly. In fact, Correct me if I'm wrong, but this might be Vixen's only anal scene, but you don't pass up Ariana Marie's first anal. So I, I don't know why it's on Vixen, you, you know, but uh, so she does her first anal and I believe it's with um, Mick Blue. Okay. And so she only does, I think, a couple anal scenes, uh, like three different anal scenes for Tushy and one for Jules Jordan. And they're hot, okay? Uh, three for, you know, let's see, four, five. So she did like three Tushy, one Vixen. She does, um, she does do ass to mouth really quickly, not in the first one, but really quickly does ass to mouth. 
for uh, Tushy. Mick Blue's fucking her. Um, in another, then she does a threesome and with Marley Brinks. And it's hot. Marley is a nasty slut and loves anal. And Marley tongues, tongues Ariana's asshole, does ass to mouth, but can't get Ariana to do ass to other girls' mouth. Um, you can see she shies away from it. And so, you know, be that as it may, she doesn't do that. But once, I be, so far I have seen one scene, but that's not until 2018. So now we're in 16. She's doing anal now. She did like, I don't know, I want to say five to six scenes in 2016, but she just keeps working, you know, shoot, scene after scene after scene. You know, she's doing one scene a week, easy, okay? And still doing her online camera stuff. She's like a cam girl, probably making a ton of money. Um, Naughty America's more. Pure Play, Vixen, MedArt, Nubiles, Lubed, you know, Twisties, mo Mofos. Just, you know, constantly working in 2016 with about, you know, five or six anals. Her first ass to mouth. And then 2017, you know, more scenes, but she does. So so now I believe she gets married to a male performer. I think they're still married. But since 17, she kind of, you know, you can tell things change, okay? Um, in 16, she did six five or six anal scenes in 17 she did two okay and one of them's lesbian and one of them is actually probably filmed in 16 so no anal in 17 once she gets married still does a lot of other scenes but you know here's the thing about the career once you do anal your fans want more and if you go back to just doing you know, vanilla scenes, I call them plain vanilla, where you just go through the motions and the positions. I think the fans get a little bit uh, bored. That's my theory. At least I know I did. So it's not until 2018 that she comes back. And this is her, th you know, the next phase of her career where she does 10 anal, I mean, just a ton of anal scenes for everybody. And it just seems to me that when she starts, you know, and these scenes are hardcore scenes and the guys that she works with are pros. They pound and gape and open up her ass. And you can see that they are not treating, they're treating her like a superstar, but they're having no mercy on her ass. They're not, you know, kid gloves are off. And um, you could see that she's, you know, into it. But the smile, she's got a very serious look on her face for most of the scene. And when they come, you can just hear the dollar signs in the cash register ring in her head. So, you know, something changed in her. Maybe because she's married. You know, maybe because she's financially set. I don't know. But, you know, 
whatever, she does some smoking hot anal scenes. Anal Bratz 5, Mark Wood puts her through the ringer. Um, anal Cuties 8, Ariana loves anal for um, hard X. So she does um, a lot of scenes with hard X and they pound her ass. Uh, you know, some of the scenes, I wouldn't say they're the hard, you know, the hottest ones. Um, but she does a ton finally gets to Mike a with true anal and he opens her up. You know, he does her early scenes uh, with, she did, you know, when he was working for uh, evil angel, she's got two really hot pussy only scenes with him. And when she's young, looks just super cute. And finally he gets to get in her ass and just, just gapes her open ass to mouth and it's oil. And, you know, I think he just broke something in her because she just, you know, went on an anal tear there, but, uh, you know, hold, you know, hold.com H O L E D. Um, you know, she goes through a lot perv city. She gets asked to mouth. I mean, the ass to mouth is everywhere. And then she does her first DP. Now there's some discrepancy. Did she do a DP with, um, evil angel first or hard X first? Either way, um, both scenes are really good DPs. Um, Steve Holmes uh, gets, in her ass in two different scenes. I think she's done a total of, I want to say, well, three DPs. So, uh, Steve Holmes is in two of them. And I mean, her holes are so tight. They can barely fit in both at the same time. But, and you can see she is, they can't even get that, barely get the heads in of their cocks in her holes once she's stuffed because she's so tiny and tight super hot. They put her through her paces, uh, you know, hose her down with cum. She cleans her face off. Uh, you know, now she doesn't swallow all the time. Sometimes she spits, you know, um, does a super hot DP scene for Jules Jordan, anal threesomes in 2019. And in 19, she did seven anal scenes. Okay. Um, the, the Jules Jordan anal threesomes five is really hot. In fact, they have to stop midway through the scene and come in her mouth. They both come in her mouth. She swallows and then they go back to fucking her and then they come all over her again. It's probably her best. It's, you know, they deep here, Steve Holmes and Jules Jordan deep here. Um, super hot scene. She looks fantastic. You know, she starts to age. She goes from short brunette to then she dyes her hair um, like a light red. And then she disappears, comes back. And then she's got super long black, jet black hair, which, you know, that's kind of not my style. I don't like the, uh, she can, she could look Mexican in a sense with her long black hair or South American, like the hottest South American you've ever seen. But nevertheless, so, but the scenes, you know, smiles very infrequently in 2019. Sure. 
you know, gets anal, does a tushy raw scene where, you know, she's got a, a butt plug in. She's got a tushy scene called so tight where she's got a butt plug and gets just fucked, but doesn't smile the whole entire scene. So you could see, you know, when, when they're not having the greatest time, it just, you know, it just seems like she's just cashing a check. And then she does, uh, so in 2019 at the end, and then there's one scene that just got released in January, her last scene, you know, she, I think, I think it's for Vixen or Tushy. I'm not sure, you know, same company, um, did, she goes over to Greece and shoots a lot of scenes for them. You know, she does an interracial anal, uh, which early, I mean, that was, I want to say 18, her first interracial anal for a hard X. And it's a pretty big dick in her ass. Not afraid. You know, she, she's done interracial before and she's, uh, you know, not afraid of that, but that's her first interracial anal, which I think she's done two or three times. But then this, this last scene that she did, they touted it on Twitter, you know, for, um, it's black raw. That's what it is. It's black raw owned by the same company. And there's two black guys fucking her by the pool. And what starts out as a super hot scene, and you're really hoping for some great DP uh, anal from these two black guys pounding her holes. You know, she can't, this guy gets in her ass when he starts and she just can't handle it. And there's like 30 seconds of anal in the whole scene. And then it just goes back to a normal you know, they, they take turns on her, pass her back and forth, and then they come on her face and mouth and that's it. And that's the last scene she's put out for black raw. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, it's not hot, but it's not, you know, you could just tell that she wasn't having it that day. She's become a star. She, you know, she, I think that her interests are other where other places now. So that was, you know, her second phase and you know, now she's, now she's just going to do her own content. She produces her own content. She puts it out on OnlyFans, And, you know, this is what the new porn star does. They control what they put out. And the only reason she comes back to the studios is to remain relevant and to get her name back out there so that her fans check her out again, maybe join her site, buy more of her stuff, which goes directly to her. So, you know, I'm sure she's making bank, but you know, what I want to know is what you guys think. Um, you know, for me, knowing how the studios were run back in the golden era in the two early two thousands, where the directors and the producers are the ones that made the decisions and the girls either did the scene or they didn't, you know, you got a lot more filthier scenes Whereas now, you know, she's got maybe 20, 25 or 30 tops anal scenes, you know, which, which is great from a girl of, of her quality, you know, her quality, she's smoking hot that we're, you know, Hey, I'm glad we got any anal from her, but you know, and three blow bangs, never, never, a, a never a, a gangbang. And I doubt you'll ever see a gangbang from her, but you know, this is the new career. This is the, they plan this out. She waited 
three years to do anal three years before she did anal and then she limits you know the anal scenes and you know gets a feature dvd where every scene is hers you know so the money is more and you know when you're a hot girl that's popular i think she's got a million followers on instagram a million followers on twitter you know they hold the cards so that's Ariana Marie. Uh, you know, let me tell tell me what you think of her. Send me emails. Um, your opinion on you know the modern career girl versus the way it was. Um, do you like it better? Do you agree that it, you know it's it's kind of tricky because not every girl gives you gives the fans exactly what they want. Um, but there's almost something for every everything for Ariana Marie. There's almost something for everyone. If you if you look for it, check her out. If you go to uh, Pornhub, and uh, I've got um, you know pictures at the Porn Lover Podcast at Pornhub, but you can just you know check her out on the those sites and tell me what you think. Um, all right, shoot me an email. All right, tonight's gone too soon, girl is Charity Crawford. She's a tall, five foot 10, skinny at 118 pounds, brunette that started when she was 18 and she's dumb as a box of rocks, but just hot, tall, leggy, thin, if that's your thing. Only did 70 some scenes, you know, which seems like a lot, um, I should start keeping track of my gone too soon girls um, and how many scenes they've done. Is that too many to be gone too soon? They put out 17, I'm sorry, 70 scenes. Started in 17, was pretty much gone in 18, had a couple scenes show up in 19 that she shot. Um, so you could say she's around for three years, but really she probably only shot um, scenes sporadically for two years never did anal um the closest she got was her uh, nympho scene for with mike a where he got his uh, tongue inside her ass and opened it up real good and uh, got his finger in her ass too while he was fucking her so that's as close as she got she did another scene with uh with mike a where she did some some uh hot interracial stuff where she just takes on huge black cocks i mean one for blacked she does a hot threesome for black.com she fucked dread which is one of the biggest cocks and he, she just was running from his dick the whole scene um you know so she's got some internet stuff she's got some you know stuff where she wears handcuffs she just you know tall thin you know, gorgeous, nice thin ass. Her holes look good. Just a babe. I mean, I think she's. I mean, her black scenes. If you like interracial, you know, she just gets pounded with black cock as an 18 year old. And if that turns you on, you know, seeing interracial, um, her scenes are to check out. Charity Crawford. So, you know, the, the reason I say she's gone too soon is because we, we, that's all we got. I mean, we, we got some good stuff from her. 
Um, her nympho scene's good. She does some threesomes. Um, she does interracial. Never did anal. And then from there, once you never do anal, you, that means she never got DP'd. She never got gang banged, you know. And most of the time, she did a lot of internet stuff. So, uh, you know, maybe out of the 70 scenes, there's maybe 15 that are really unique or good and out of those 15 maybe five of them are smoking hot you know so that's why i say she's gone too soon even though she puts out a lot of scenes you know that early in a career a girl like her that gets hot everyone hires her again and again and she pumps out a lot of scenes that uh you know pumps out a lot of scenes that just look the same but in her um scene for nympho I mean, he's got, you know, he gets her. She's just so dumb, you know, and wants to please him. Want, you know, early on, she just wants to be a porn star. And then I, I guess she just burns out on it. Who knows why people, girls leave. But he's fingering her asshole. He's playing with her ass. She looks great in high heels. Just loving it. He's tongue fucking her ass. And she is taking it. I mean, she's 19 years old, puts her hair back, big, big mouth. You are listening to the sweet sounds of our throwback girl of the week, Jasmine Tame. Oh, what a little fucking hot fuck doll. Jasmine Tame, real close to my Hall of Fame. I mean, five foot tall, blonde, Florida girl. Balloon fake tits. She's just got that stripper attitude. Just always in a good mood. Always ready to do whatever the director or the guys told her to do. From the golden age, she worked from about 2005 to I'd say about 2008 or nine. But, you know, she's got scenes all the way that that came out all the way into the 15 and 16, 17. But those scenes were shot, you know, all probably in 12. She made a comeback in 2012 and shot a bunch of scenes um, looking a little older, but still great. Got hardcore. This girl did anything, anything. She was down for anything. The, as nasty as they wanted to do it, she was always down for it. You know, the interesting thing about Jasmine Tame, T-A-M-E, Tame, just a gorgeous babe, a little blonde spitfire that just gobbled down cum like 
it was candy. Um, she started out in Florida and she did like a lot of amateur stuff. She did, you know, for this site called um, Tampa Bukaki, where it's like an amateur hotel room where a bunch of amateur dudes, you know, fucking fucker in a hotel room. It's like an amateur gangbang. And then they all stroke off on her face and she just, or do they stroke off anywhere they want on her. And, you know, she loved it. So she did, she's got some interesting early stuff that's just really raw amateur. And I mean, her first scene's anal with ass to mouth and she's getting DP'd right out the, right out the box. You know, just anything, this girl, anything you want from this girl, DP's, ass to mouth, ass to other girl's mouth, BJ's, blow bangs, um, you know, just, you know, cute girl that just got nasty from zero to 60. Uh, she's got like 250 scenes. So, you know, that's a good number. Um, she worked with some of the great, you know, she worked with Peter North. She worked for Platinum X, Zero Tolerance. And then of course, Anabolic and Diabolic. Now during the heyday, Anabolic and Diabolic in the late 90s, early 2000s were just the hardest, the nastiest guys that just made these girls degrade themselves. Um, you know, she was in a, a, a sperm-filled sluts too for Red Light, which is, you know, really hot scene. But, you know, the scene in for um, called Down the Hatch 17. So, let me tell you what kind of scenes you would get from this girl. Um, a 40-minute scene, okay, on the DVD. But in it, so she starts out just wearing the sluttiest thing in the backyard. You know, just the sluttiest thing you can imagine with her cute bangs and her big smile. Just gorgeous, babe. Big tits, five foot one, D-cup, nice juicy ass. And they just take her inside and just start throat fucking her two guys passing her around back and forth she's riding cock you heard a little bit of the scene um to start out i mean just two guys basically back and forth she's having a great time they just you know rough her up they, she doesn't care she can take it rough she likes it rough she likes being tossed around like a little rag doll you know 10 minutes in and they're already dp'ing her and she's fine with it Okay, this is, you know, early scene and they are just balls deep in her holes, ass to mouth, no problem. So this scene actually lasts, you know, about 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, they like to pinch her nose while they throat fuck her and, you know, just have a good time with this girl. Every scene you see a lot of the guys just are having a good time with her. Okay. And, and you know, she just basically lets them both come in her mouth. She lets both guys just come in her mouth and she gobbles it down. And that's only at 25 minutes. So there's still 15 minutes left. And what happens? The scene's over, right? So no, she's back in the backyard. Looks like she's, you know, it's a little later in the day spreading her pussy. And who shows up but three random dudes. She sucks them off and lets them just spray the back of her throat with hot cum. And these dudes, you know, one, two, 
three blowing sperm bubbles and she chokes it all down. This one guy's load is thick and nasty and she even says something and she struggles but she gets it down. That's a this is the girl. So now you've got about, you know, oh, there's more guys coming and here's a fourth guy and a fifth guy and they all just stroke off in her mouth while she does it with a smile just sitting on the sidewalk, you know, and runs off. And then for the last six minutes, you see it looks like she's she's in a different outfit. Her hair looks a little different. It's only six minutes, and she's just got one cock that she looks like she's going to blow the director. She deep throats him all the way balls deep until he nuts in her mouth, and she opens up wide and swallows it. So that's down the hatch. So you've got basically three scenes. A DP where she swallows, a... a impromptu backyard blow bang like it just looks like it wasn't even scheduled and then this other scene where they're just like hey you want to blow this guy sure swallow has come okay she just never said no jasmine tame gorgeous okay so she's got uh you know there's there's a scene that it that for porn.com which isn't even around she's just in the hotel and she's so amateur she's trying to break into the business you could tell this is from florida uh super amateur but she just basically blows this some stranger and he just nuts all over her face just pastes her face okay and she just takes it you know just always like a champ most girls would be humiliated she's got a smile on her face and just loves every minute of it i mean the attitude of her is always perky always happy no matter what i mean the the real scene so i would say check out down the hatch um there's another scene called lewd conduct lewd conduct 28 Okay. Also made by Anabolic Diabolic. You know, they do some interviews with her. And this these guys, here's the thing. These the two guys that she's with really get rough with her. Um, I'm not a fan of James Dean or this other guy who they you know, they're really rough with her, but she takes it because that's Jasmine Tame. DPing her, slapping her, choking her. If you're into that, you know not my thing but but boy they pushed her and she just gets tossed like a rag doll but took it all has a smile on her face there there no one's gonna break this girl that's what i you know i liked about her five foot tall blonde she looks like a sex doll she does look like a sex doll so i can remember her when she came out and was just super into her cute blonde perky all the good things and a filthy cum slut so she finally she you know the, there was a scene uh, from called baker's dozen so in this dvd called baker's dozen it was uh which means she's gonna blow or 12 guys are gonna nut in her honor or whatever so she's got a little bit of baby fat, you know, but she's always got that tan. Her ass is gorgeous, smooth skin, but she's got a little bit of, you know, just a little in all the right places. She, she did the strip club, you know, circuit for a long time, um, you know, kind of a round face, 
a little, little, little bit of just, you know, she's not skinny. She's just perfect, perfectly round, round, you know, round face. Um, if that's what you're into, you have to check her out to see if you're into her. But, you know, her tits aren't the best, but they're fake and they're big and, and, and it is what it is. But she looks really tan and Baker's Dozen came out and in it, you know, what she does two scenes basically to start off the first scene is uh, she fucks one guy and she just looks like she's been in the tanning bed all day, super hot with a, you know, rubbing her pussy while she while she gets her ass fucked. And that's right off the bat. You know, she just rides him, lets him fuck her ass. That's all he does is just, you know, fuck her ass. And she cleans him off. And, you know, basically nuts right in her mouth. And she just scrapes it off her face with her fingers and puts it all in her mouth so she could taste it and eat it. And she loves it. So happy. She's happy that she swallowed all the gum. And then the second half of the 48-minute scene is the dozen. So now... 12 dudes come in and she blows them all taking turns on her knees getting sloppy throat fucked dominated by these guys and smiling the whole time as she strokes and strokes them off one after the other whatever they need to make themselves come she'll do it you need her to tongue your ass she'll do it tongue her balls throat fucker talk dirty so the cum shots start and they just keep coming. They, they come on her forehead. They come in her mouth. They come in her eyes, you know, just glaze her giant smiling face, just come all over her white teeth. She can't even open her eyes anymore, but slowly she starts putting all that cum in her mouth, always opens her mouth wide for whatever hot load gets sprayed on her. I mean, they just paint her silly in this scene for 20 minutes, just load after load. She's glazed. She scrapes off all the cum from her eyes and just puts it all in her mouth, doesn't waste a drop, swallows it all smiling. I mean, this girl, if she was around today, geez, you know, they just don't make them like her anymore. Girls that are willing to do anything for porn, for her fans, for whatever. Uh, Jasmine Tame, throwback girl of the week. So what we're going to do is I'm going to play out this week's episode with some great sounds of her just getting the business.